Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 139 of NASCAR Radio, where training cards are racing meet. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the man, the myth, legend, PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you today? I'm feeling like I should be on the Blue Ribbon panel. You should be. I think you should be. I think I should be. <laughs> We're going to talk about that again this week. <laughs> I think that's going to be a subject of... Uh, <laughs> next few weeks yeah i think so here for at least another week or two or so but i uh, want to thank our sponsor panini america we got a great show today i'm going to do a race recap of the races that and the winners rookie highest finishing rookies and their trading cards we're going to talk about nascar has been selecting the nascar 75 greatest driver so uh, we touched on it last week so we have a few more added to the list that we got right and we got wrong and then also cheating. Does it help or hurt card value? So, and then of course we'll finish the show with King's Court. Plus a little news here and there too. Just a little sprinkle. Yeah, a little sprinkle of a couple of links of things we've seen and other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that. Yes, uh, some good stuff here. Interesting stuff as well. So also shout out to Kyle Katz, TJ Graves, Skid Marks, and. Michael Haggard for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Also to Ken Beanball Card blog for the uh, comments on Podbean. So, yep, Ken the Texas Tornado. Texas Tornado. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anything else we need to talk about before we go into race recap? Yep. Hit it. All right. Let me see. Working on it here. That was. The Craftsman Truck Series race, that was number seven. That was the Long John Silver's 200. That was Friday, April 14th at Martinsville Speedway. Corey Heim was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Taylor Gray at position eight. I'm trying to remember that race. I don't think it was very eventful. Oh, it really wasn't. I mean, I... This that was, was, a, was, a short, was it shortened from rain or something? I'm trying to remember why it was shortened. Yes, it it, it was because yeah, uh, had, I remember it was Kyle way. Bush complaining about if they were if they could have went farther. Yeah, because uh, you know earlier that day, you know they had you know qualifying for different series and whatnot, and I was watching all that, and it's like, wow, the weather looks great. I mean, it was like sunny and everything, and then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, that they just got a lot of rain and they had lightning. And I think they had a delayed start. It was it was really crazy. It was kind of frightening. <laughs> yeah, everybody. That's everybody, it. Hold on, I, I know what song you're talking about. <laughs> it's right. I don't want to do that to no uh, everybody. So, all right, but Corey Heim. We've talked about him before. Uh, rookies, 2022 Dunruss. He's in the rated rookies there in Dunruss, and then all the parallels. There's printing plates. There's also Dunruss signature series autographs there. He's also in 2022 Panini Chronicles and a few different of those sets inside of Panini Chronicles with clearly Domrus Magnitude. Did you take that off? Uh, I did, but okay. I didn't see it on my screen. Okay. It's, okay. it's uh, Obsidian, Obsidian Signatures, Pinnacle, Pinnacle Autographs, Select, and then Spectra. And I guess why well, don't I have Domrus on this list? Hmm. I mean, not Donner's Prism, and then also in Prism with different parallels. 
Yeah, I'm pretty high on Corey Heim. I think he's going to do well. Uh, he's he's just really getting started. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it just showed up on my screen just now. That I got some Time weird delay. stuff going on my, with my computer. Your computer is running a few minutes behind tape delay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> anyway, a bad word that's trying to beat me out. Bleep me yeah. out. So Corey Heim, I, yeah, I totally like his long term future here. He's racing for Cobbush Motorsports. So we know how he, he they prepare trucks. So he's got a good ride, got some talent. He's won before. He was uh, I think it was up uh, was he rookie of the year last year? I'd have to look on my cheat sheet here. Uh yes, he was rookie of the year last year. So mm -hmm. he's continuing what he started. I'm expecting good things out of him. Yep. Taylor Gray, he doesn't have any cards yet, but we mm. can keep our fingers crossed for 2023. Yep, we'll find out soon. Yep. Next race, race number eight, it's the Heart of America 200 at Kansas Speedway, and that's going to be Saturday, May 6th at 8 p.m. So got to wait till May for the truck race. So they get a few weeks off here. They're like F1, take a few weeks off. Yeah, they are, man. It's like, what, May 6th? Wow. Jeez. No excuse not to have a good truck, right, in Kansas. No, Haley ought to have her truck in good shape by then. You know, she finished 20th in this race. Yeah. SMH. Taking my uh, next uh, Xfinity race number. That was race number eight. And that was the call811.com before you dig 250. That was Saturday, April 15th. Also at Martinsville Speedway. John Hearn Nemechek was our winner. Highest finish rookie was Sammy Smith at position two. I think that was kind of a, I don't say a boring race. But I think the, burn, the burnout after the race was the best part of that race. Good Lord, man. He literally burned that car to the ground. He won that $100,000 dash for cash. They're going right. to need that to replace that car. Well, it's funny because they said um, they burned that up the t and the rubber was burning and he was going. It looked like the the tire mount marks from Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when they were on fire. Yeah, so that thing, when that thing hit 88 miles an hour, you saw some serious stuff going on. Oh, man, that was funny. Yeah, so. But that was probably the most memorable part of that. So, but John Hunter, John Hunter Nemechek, easy for me to say. We've talked about him before because he went was in the cup level. He went down to the truck level, and now he's in Xfinity. You know, kind of proving that you know it doesn't hurt to you know move around, find a good ride. Talent will persist. So, not the path like Josh Berry had to do, but. You know, John uh, Hunter, he's having success in in these uh, levels here. So so we've talked about it before for the last couple of years. And his first cards are in 2016. Uh, he's in the Panini Torque. He has a base card there. That's the one on the left, left side there with the different parallels. And also with combo materials. That's one down there on the le left corner. Signature and materials. So for as a for a combos material signature card, there's only two versions of that. There's a red and a green. It's 49 number to 49 or 25. So not a lot of those. Yeah, my gosh, was he like in the 10th grade when they took these pictures? Good <laughs> lord. He's, well, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm I should have gotten that slide ready. I'll have to get it ready for next time. Where he, I think it was in the um, I don't know what Pat press pass. But he's walking with his dad. So his dad was John, was Joe Nemechek, and so he had that like army fire suit. And then 
John and Hunter Nemechek has that same fire suit, but, you know, naturally like the five-year-old version of that fire suit. It's so cute. Yeah, you need to get that for next time. Yep. I sent some of those to the shop to get them signed. I can't tell if he signed them or if Joe signed them. But anyway, I digress. So Panini Prism in the middle. No base cards in 2016 Panini Prism, but there are fire suit fabrics. Yes, Panini, uh, Prism had relics in them. And then also driver signatures. That's the blue version there. There's probably about 10 different parallels in 2016 Prism driver signatures. And then also he has a base card in 2016 certified with the different parallels, mirror parallels, and also certified potential signatures in 2016 Panini certified. Yeah, I like this 2016 Prism. That's a cool card. I, yep. I always like those anyway. Yep. And then highest finisher rookie was Sammy Smith, who I feel like we only talked about a few weeks ago. His first cards are in 2022 Dunruss. 2022 Dunruss is having a lot of has a lot of these guys, rookies and stuff that we've been talking about here in the last few weeks. So I think that might be a pretty good release here. Yep. He's in Chronicles. He's he's also in National Treasures. Yep. Chronicles. Clearly Vision. Clearly Dunruss. Obsidian. Spectra. Stars and Stripes. XR. And then in 2022, Panini Prism. Base card there with all the different parallels. And also signatures, uh, prism signatures, and sensational signatures as well, and national treasures, uh, as you had mentioned. So, yeah, and then on his Donruss card, you still got that dude that's photo bombing or doing something down there in the lower right corner. Don't know what's going on there. Yeah, <laughs> I grabbed one. I haven't blown it up yet. I got one. Oh, you can't see because I have the, the the thing on, but I do have one, and I have to. Zoom in. It almost looks like Daniel Die, almost, but we'll have to see. That's my he guess. Being, he didn't have anything on his hat, so I don't know if they airbrushed that, that, that photoshopped it out, or who knows. I'll have to uh, do some comparisons. So next race, race number nine. That's the AG Pro 300. That's going to be at Talladega Super Speedway. That's going to be Saturday, April 22nd at 4 p.m., so this Saturday. Moving over to the cup race. That was race number nine. That was the NOCO 400, Sunday, April 16th at Marsville Speedway. Kyle Larson was our winner. Highest finisher rookie was Ty Gibbs at position 18. It's not good for him. Nope. But he's, he's still whooping Noah Gregson's butt pretty good right now. Yeah, really hard. For a rookie of the year. And Kyle Larson, we've talked about him numerous times. 2013, first cards from Press Pass. Press Pass fan. Fan fair, that's the one on the left. There's a few parallels to that, as well as magnificent materials and autographs about four or five different versions of the autograph. And then 2013 total memorabilia only few parallels of that with red, gold, and black. And then also rising star autographs, four versions of that, numbered to 125 or less. So not a lot of Kyle Larson autos from 2013. Yeah, they're they're kind of like the Josh Berry autos. They're cut. They're they're pretty cool. Yeah, like double thickness. I don't know what that uh, grade, what that size is, but yeah. it'd be thick. And of course, Ty freaking Gibbs, highest finisher rookie. We talked about him. <laughs> I guess four or five weeks for in a row now. 2020 Panini Chronicles. A few different 
insert sets in there with Crusade, Crusade autographs, Phoenix, Phoenix autographs, score, score autographs, Spectra, and then Prism scripted signatures, the different autos. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Scribble, scribble. Yep. So I'm going to dwell on that for the show. Yep. Next race, race number 10. That's the Geico 500 Talladega Speedway, Sunday, April 23rd at 3 p.m. Yeah, there's a 75% or greater chance that me and my son are going to hop in the car about four in the morning, drive down there and watch the race and come back same day. So that that'll be like fun. fun. Oh, yeah. I haven't been, been to Talladega in a couple of years, so uh, we're, we're well past due to go down there. So that'll be fun. That'll be a great race. I love Talladega. That was a yeah, massive track. You ought to drive down there Sunday. Meet us down there. <laughs> yeah, I got to work, though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You got that database stuff going on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yep. That was the next phrase. Okay. Formula One, they were off. They are off until April 30th. So we have another week. It's going to be April 30th, Sunday at 7 a.m. And moving over to IndyCar. That was the 2023 Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. And that was Sunday, April 16th at Long Beach Street Circuit in Long Beach, California. Highest finishing rookie or highest finishing, let's just say the winner was Kyle Kirkwood. Who? Yes, Kyle Kirkwood. No cards for him. I think that was his first win. It was his first win. And uh, Groshan, Romain Groshan, he, I think they were teammates and he, uh, he, he hadn't, he had won either. So, you know, it looked like it was going to be a first time winner there no matter what was going to happen. So Andretti, yeah, Andretti one and two. Yeah, uh, actually, they're one, one, two, four. Yep, I saw Andretti with looks like curb something, uh, Chip Canassi three and five. That's pretty good showing. Um, I, yeah, I wish were cards for him, but nothing yet. We need um Andretti to do those cards like Canassi's doing. Yeah, I haven't even heard anything on social media anymore about those cards. I guess they're kind of laying low on them right now. Probably. Next race is going to be April 30th at 3 p.m. And that's going to be the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. That's at the Barber Motorsports Park in Birmingham, Alabama. Yep. Just west of Talladega. 90 laps, 207 miles. Yep. That is it. For race recap. Yeah, I, I have something to admit. Sunday, I went out and rode my mountain bike. It was such a nice day. I went out and did that and DVR'd the race and got home and I found out accidentally that Kyle Larson won, so I didn't watch the race. <laughs> well, before we came out, I was, I was talking. I was uh, busy as well. My daughter had an event, so so I was there. At th- oh, I'm going to say, did I come back and try to watch that one? Maybe I did. I did um, watch that one after after the fact. So yeah, I, you know when uh, Jeff Gordon was in his heyday, winning all the races and things. Uh, there was a lot of times when I would go out and do something else and just record it and watch it that night. But the great thing about it was is that I would ask my wife to check the results, and if Jeff won. I didn't have to watch the race. It was it was great. <laughs> time saver. <laughs> With all the races he won, that was a time saver. Yeah. Man. All right. Um, what do you want to talk about? 
We want to talk about NASCAR 75 greatest drivers, or let's talk. Let's talk about it first. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's let's do it. So last week we were kind of, I'll say shocked, but we saw where Casey Kane was was selected, and I think you had mentioned, or somebody had mentioned to you that maybe this was not the 75 greatest drivers of all time, but more like uh, 25 greatest drivers in the last 25 years. Starting to look that way. It's getting that look and feel. I think the old timers and the, the legends that, uh, you know, like Bonnie Flock and Jack Smith and those guys, I think they're going to get the shaft on this deal. I don't, I don't, with the people that they're picking now, there's just not enough room for those guys left because they still have a lot of cup champions and Hall of Famers and things to still put on that list. I mean, you know, Dale Hart Jr. Joey Logano, there's, I mean, there's a ton of them that, that they're going to have to put on. Chase Elliott, they're going to have to be on that list. Yeah, you're right. There's a, a lot of those drivers. And maybe they're, you know, I want to say going from the bottom up, but because there really is no ranking, but it seems, you know, today they announced Ryan Newman, which who was on our list. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they mentioned Greg Biffle. Uh, he was on our, our list. I can't remember if Mike Stefanik was like, I think we talked about him. We talked about him last week. He was, yeah. So on our list at at the bottom level, or after you, we got the you know slam dunks. You know the funny Fonty Flock, Speedy Thompson, Jack Smith, those and Wendell Scott. Now I'm wondering now if they're going to be in or not. I I don't think so. Where we have, do we have Randy LaJoy was on the list? I'm trying to think of who else. That you know they had Tony Stewart, which who was on our list. Yeah, this past week since the end of the of last week's show, they added Kyle Larson on the thirteenth of April, Greg mm-hmm. Biffle on the seventeenth, Sterling Marlin on the eighteenth, and Ryan Newman on the nineteenth. So those are the new ones. The the one that baffled me the most, of course, was Sterling Marlin. I like Sterling a lot. You know, he's I live in Tennessee. He's a Tennessee boy. He lives about three and a half hours away from where I live. I like him a lot, but again, he just does not have the credentials, in my opinion, to be on this list. Because now that opens up the list for other drivers like Clint Boyer, which who will probably be in here now, because he has the same amount of wins as Sterling Marlin, although you know he doesn't have those marquee wins like Sterling did. But I just don't see that. I this blue ribbon blue ribbon panel i'm beginning to wonder what's going on in that room and and, and why they're picking the way they are because i just i just don't see the some of these picks yeah i mean with casey kane we talked i'm not to go over but you know he was kind of on our bubble right randy lajoy and sterling marlin totally blindsided me you know greg biffle was on our list uh, Larson naturally and, and Stewart. So, but you know, I, I like Sterling Marlin as well. I thought, you know, he had a few good years where he did very well. You could say the same thing for Jack Smith. <laughs> he had a few good years. So, and I was thinking about this last night. I couldn't sleep or whatever. But like Dick Trickle, is he is he on any of these lists? Was he he wasn't on the top fifty, right? I didn't research before. I, I oh no, that. Dick Trickle. I mean, he never won a Cup race, so. Did Randy LaJoy win a cup race? No, Randy LaJoy, no. He but he was a two-time uh Xfinity series, you know, back in his day, Bush Series champion. 
But wasn't Dick Trickle like the master of the short track? He was. He 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 won like I, I think you know, well over a thousand races on the short tracks. That's what I mean. So how can he not be on? How can you win a thousand races and not be the greatest driver? So well, I think a lot of them weren't weren't NASCAR sanctioned. So that that may get him right there. But still, but, uh, but you understand where I'm coming from, though. I do. I mean, it's not totally bizarre to have. I would think now, if you got Randy LeJoy in there, why wouldn't Dick Trickle be in there? Anyway, uh, you know. But and then you got Jack Smith, Speedy Thompson, these guys, funny flock. So I, yeah, I, I don't know about that. So maybe I've been hanging out at the NASCAR Hall of Fame too long these these last 10, 15 years. So I don't know. Maybe you know you can be in the Hall of Fame and not be one of the greatest drivers. Yeah. And Donnie Allison, he has the same amount of wins as Sterling Marlin. He's got ten wins. So, I, mean, I, so I wouldn't put Donnie that... in there. But Donnie's Donnie's a, you know, he's he's from that, you know, the the golden age of NASCAR. He's not, you know, he's not a new driver, but he is. But you know what? He is living and breathing. So that's maybe, where I was going with this. He's got a sharpie and will travel. Exactly. We I've seen him so many times at the uh, the Motorsports Hall of Fame in Talladega signing his books and signing autographs. And he, I bet, I'll bet you he'll be there this weekend. He's a great guy. He's a, I love him. They're all actually, I should say they're all great. It's and not to say, I'll say you say some are better than the others, but you know, he's a great driver. But when you, we say 75 greatest drivers, we, that as another level, right? Mm-hmm. So not that this, counting what Donnie Allison has done, but we're trying to narrow down how many how many people have won a race? I think you have you've been keeping track of that. Or your ballpark. What, what do you mean? Won, won a cup race. How many have out of the list so far? Yeah. What's how many people no, because I thought you were keeping track of trying to get like every person who's ever won our cup race. Are uh, you talking about me getting autographs? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I only have like about ten or twelve people that I don't have autographs from. Right, but what, I'm saying, what what kind of number is that though? Is that 150? No, different... there, 200. It's 203. Okay, people have, have won NASCAR races. Right. So it's, out of that, we're trying. You know, we're we're trying to find the 75 greatest drivers. Right. That I, I guess. I see what you're going. I see what you're saying now. It, right. So not just counting what other people have done, but trying to narrow down the 75 and 75 years. But two over 200 people have won a Cup race. So what I'm saying is you know, trying to make the selection because of it's the 75th anniversary and because they did that in 50 years at 50 greatest drivers, we're trying to whittle it down. So, yeah. And I think the fact that they're, it looks to me like they're, they're taking the, the greatest drivers over the last 25 years and not over the entire 75 years. I think again, that that's a, a travesty and a disservice to, some of these hall well they're not hall of famers but some of these legends you know like we keep saying you know like speedy thompson and everybody but i still think they almost have to put in wendell scott since he's in the hall of fame i mean how can you be in the hall of fame and not be one of the 75 greatest drivers because he was a driver he's not like a crew chief or an owner or anything who's in the hall of fame so he is in the hall of fame as a driver well, maybe it'll surprise me and put in Jack Smith, but he's won 20 cup races and was in third in points like three or four years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand that. Yeah. You, I, yeah, I, you don't I, have to, I, yeah. You don't have to convince me. I We got to convince the blue ribbon panel 
of what they're doing. I want. I need to know. I need names. I want to know who's on this blue blue ribbon panel. I'd be ashamed to be on it with with some of these votes that they're they're doing right now. Uh, be, again, because it's just it just it's baffling to me. It just makes no sense. It's like helter skelter. Oh, let's get out the Ouija board and. Let's see who we can pick. Oh, it's there's a S and a T. Well, well, Sterling Marlin. Yeah. Way to go, Ouija board. So I would like to know. So we know the process for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. We know that the group takes the 15 or 10 and adds five, right? So we're not in that. We don't know how that those five come about, but I, I have a good idea. But then that whole list, and then each person has a binder and information about every one of those nominees and then they get in that room and they don't come out until they make a decision and people are persuading folks back and forth for those you know now it's three right two and two and one but well i guess where i'm going is they have a binder of all the inductees or and that's what they have to select with so you know did they just have a list of everybody and or is it just like you know show of hands let's you know how how did these folks get selected to, to be even on this list to be selected at, for these 25 so yeah it's been a little too long talking about that subject but how to come up with the names i guess i should have just said yeah i mean i can see it now they got the magic eight ball should casey kane be in the 75 greatest nascar drivers of all time most all definitely signs point to yes Okay, you're in, Casey. Good, good job. Should Jack Smith be in the in the top list? Who? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the problem. It's is people only know what they know, and a lot of people don't read up on the history. They don't know the history, and a lot, frankly, a lot of people don't care about the history, which you know we do. So all they know about are the names they're familiar with. So oh yeah, I've I've heard of Sterling Marlin. Yeah, sure. Let's put him in there. It just again, I know we're beating a dead horse here, but it just it's just incredible to me how poorly I think this has been put together. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ashamed of it, actually. I was I was really looking for more out of NASCAR than this. Yeah, I was looking hopefully to draw more of a history, I guess, because I'm more say a student of the history and and. Mm-hmm. And the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and then we tie in cards, which also helps with the history. And, you know, basically we're getting, you know, an image once a day of, hey, this is the, this is who we're selected. Yeah. So, so Hashtag no, live bodies. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I think that's what it's all about. Now, the good thing is, uh, and this is, to me, this will be the only positive about any of this is if, and I hope, I hope that they do make a 75 greatest drivers lithograph. There'd be a lot of autos on there. Of course, you won't have Dale Earnhardt anymore, and there's several others. But if they're gonna if they're gonna select all these breathing people, you're gonna have a lot of autos on the lithograph. Maybe that's what we're thinking about. Hey, we can get him to sign the, the lithograph. So let's get him. He's alive. The lithograph created by fanatics and sold through fanatics. Yeah, probably. That thing will be expensive. I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably thousands and thousands of dollars. I'll never forget that. This was going off tangent, but when press pass went out and was it David Adams had those, you could yeah. have got those list of lithos for like, I think down black Friday specials for like 200 bucks. 
Yeah, they were cheap, but now they've gone way. But since they're gone, you can't get them anymore. Now they're going back up. Yeah, I, I thought about getting one, but I was like, man, it's going to cost me like four hundred dollars to get it framed. But short-sighted on my part. Of course. Yeah. Well, I I've got. got I don't mine, got room. mine are literally right over here. There's. I've got three of them sitting over here. It's still in the, those big, those huge uh, top loaders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's part of the problem. Is like, all right, well, how am I going to display some of this stuff, or is it just going to sit in the closet? Anyway, okay, uh, we digress. All right, yeah, so, 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 so that's our thoughts on the our update for the seventy five greatest drivers. Again, the list is kind of meh. I love the comments we got last week's show on you know Casey Kane and stuff like that. So again, we encourage you, you know, let us know what you think about Randy LeJoy. Sterling Marlin. Am I crazy for one Jack Smith or Speedy Thompson in there? So, you know, don't be afraid to tell me. So I, so I know somebody help, uh, you know, keep me straight. So uh, again, we love the comments looking forward to hearing what everybody has to say. So, yeah, but also good. Yeah. Hashtag Danica in the 75 top drivers. <laughs> it's looking more and more like that could maybe happen. I don't I have no comment on that. So anyway, we'll go on. <laughs> so cheers in sports. How do we how how we've seen that affect card values and does it have the same impact for racing? Nope. So it's kind of a you know, we, we all know about major league baseball and performance enhancing drugs and some of the folks have drawn the line. What's the right word here? helping to keep some of these folks out of the major league baseball hall of fame. Right. So, but I think when it comes to racing, Logan, I think you're right on for that. Uh, naturally the crew chiefs, you know, there's some great stories out there. I love hearing these guys talk about some of the ways they kind of, I want to say bend, bend the rules. Ray Evernham had a great, I think it was Ray Evernham and Jeff Gordon. I think it was a few years ago where he was talking about some of the, bending of the rules and, and trying not to get caught. So, yeah, I think, I think, you know, you, you talk about cheating, you know, you, some of your, some of your bigger, you know, and call them what they are. I mean, they are cheat. They have been cheating is, you know, Ray Everham and Chad Canals. I think Ray must have, he was better at it because he didn't get caught as much. Chad, Chad's gotten caught a lot more than, than Ray ever did. I don't know about that. The one when you're talking made me think of when Gordon lost his wheel because they had uh, trimmed the brake rotors down and that front wheel came off at the track. Oh, yeah. You forgot about that one? No, I forgot about that one. Uh, So I was going to say, do you have any great stories or great instances? I have a few. I don't know which ones you know and which ones you don't know. Smokey Unic probably one of the more famous ones where he was getting fabulous gas mileage and I couldn't figure out why. So they impounded his gas tank and he drove the car, car away anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Good. Yeah. Yeah. They were putting the gas in the, uh, in the roll bars. Well, they, they didn't say how big a diameter the pipe could be. So he, he had a oversized hose to that, gas tank so yeah he sure I mean, did to, yeah to the intake and then um another one was you know they used to weigh the cars and actually 
was at the NASCAR Hall of Fame and Ray Evernham and Dale Inman were there. And I mentioned about, so not to go all history on everybody, but uh, Ray Fox, he was uh, crew chief. And then eventually he was actually a NASCAR inspector. So who else better to help keep NASCAR regulated than somebody who was <laughs> knew all the ins and outs of cheating. So, but Ray Fox had a, a book and he mentioned that um, filling the tires with water. And so when they weighed the car, they would do that and then bring it into the pits and then t- take those tires off after it wet, got weighed. So then the car was wider. <laughs> so I mentioned that to Dale Inman and Ray Evernham. And Inman said it wasn't him who did it, but he said they had lead um, uh, hubs for the uh, for the car, for the tires. And so they would come in, so they'd be super heavy. Yeah, you know that Richard Petty and Dale Inman, you know, they, they bent a lot of rules. They they did some cheating on their own back in the day. They, again, they just didn't get caught as much. And, and, and again, you have to look at the rules back then. The rules weren't nearly as stringent as they are now. Uh, the inspection process is so meticulous now that they find all these little things that these these crew chiefs are doing to these cars. But to to get back to what we were talking about about cheating and the price of you know of trading cards, I mean you, you know you talk about again like you're talking about baseball, you know like Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, uh, Barry Bonds, those guys, you know they they beefed it up with the roids. And, uh, you know, they're paying, they're kind of paying the price. And, you know, look what Pete Rose did. He bet on baseball. He's never going to be in the Hall of Fame, uh, at least not in his lifetime. He may get in after he passes, but uh, I don't think he's ever going to live to see the day that he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So their, their card, their card values. Now, Pete Rose's cards, his are still pretty good, but, you know, some of the other ones, you know, like McGuire and those guys, their their values are down. But then you look at NASCAR and, you know, okay, Jeff Gordon's team cheated. You know, that you think that looked bad on Jeff Gordon. But the fans look at that way different. You know, it's the fact that, you know, they could have cheated better and they wouldn't have got caught. <laughs> and, but Jeff Gordon's card values, his, his cards aren't affected. Jimmy's are not affected. None of these drivers are affected, but it does. It seems like in, more in the stick and ball sports, it does affect the prices. So it's it's a very weird dynamic between those sports and NASCAR. Well, what's what's the mantra in, in racing? If you're not cheating, yeah, you're not trying. No, you're not trying, and you're not. You know, and, and you have to admit, you know, all sports are based on performance, but NASCAR especially because if you're not performing well. You're not going to get good sponsors. You're not going to get good people to work on your cars. So you've got to push that envelope every single week. I mean, you have to. And I don't know if it's if it's cheating or not, but I was, you know, the air guns, right? There was a whole air guns war going on in NASCAR. That's why they went to NASCAR supplied air guns. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's doing everything they can. And it's the larger team you have or larger number of employees you have, the more resources you have at work trying to find an edge wherever you can. I just remember 
back when Michael Walter Bracing, one of his employees, whatever, left with one of those handguns, and they were adamant about getting him back or suing him for that handgun, that uh, air gun, because it was, you know, $100,000 worth of equipment, that air gun for technology-wise or whatever. So, you know, I don't know if that's cheating or how you, you know, do it, but everybody's trying to get a competitive advantage, trying, you know, win, move up in those spots. You know, every spot is more money. Oh yeah, at the, at the end of the year, the big payout. You know that that's another part of it too. So you want to, you, you it, it, the bottom line is is you got to perform, and it just again it just doesn't affect the pricing of trading cards in, in and I don't think it does in any of the motorsports. I think I think that's just generally accepted that that's what's going to happen. You know the, the problem is is that you got caught. You know this other guy did something and he didn't get caught. But you did. But, you know, the garage area itself is pretty self-policing. When they when, so, when a competitor sees somebody that's got something that's an advantage, they're going to go over to the NASCAR and go, hey, so-and-so's got this thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can go check that out. And <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's a lot of that going on. But, you know, Chad Knauss is still going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, Ray Abraham is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jeff Gordon's in the Hall of Fame. All those guys, you know, they're just because they they cheated doesn't keep them out of the hall of fame and it doesn't hurt their card prices you know i'm sure chag announced when he when he goes into the hall of fame his card prices will go up his rookie cards from optima xl and it's just it's not it doesn't hurt them but it, you know in in the other stick and ball sports it does hurt i was just thinking of junior johnson you know that yellow banana car oh yeah, yeah. they had so back Back then, they only had the template, and if the car matched the template, you were good to go. So if you could figure out how to, you know, and that's what Ray Ray Everham was talking about is like they matched to the template, but if you got off of that template area, then everything was all swayed. Yeah, but they couldn't they couldn't check out of that. But now, you know, every year NASCAR tries to tighten it down and introduces new stuff. It's like the passenger side uh, around the doors frame there's a honeycomb and so it's there's a lot of parts that are supplied by the manufacturer and they don't want you touching them at all so the Mm -hmm. inspector can quickly look and see that honeycomb pattern and know that nothing's been touched nothing's been sanded down or whatever or cut and Mm -hmm. modified whatever so they're, they're trying to do all this and then you know we're talking about the weight now at every track they have that dark room and they'll roll the car in and it's all laser measured. Yeah. And then if yeah. you get so many, well, the two or three strikes at weigh-in and measurement, then you lose your crew chief and are, you know, so and the fines progress, it, it's not good. So these guys are still trying to find ways. And just, we had it, what, the other week, what did they impound? Was it the spoilers or I don't even know, but they're. You talking about the front louvers on the Hendrick cars? That's, yeah, I guess that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And again, they have like, I think part some of that was that they had manufactured parts, but the parts weren't coming in within specifications. So they had bad parts. And so the teams were taking it on themselves to fix them or whatever. So I think that's why that penalty wasn't as harsh or whatever, if I remember right. So, 
Yeah. So again, bottom line is you cheat NASCAR, car values are cool. You cheat in baseball, not so much. Yeah, it doesn't penalize the driver. I, th- I want to say it was Kyle. Was it Kyle Larson? Oh no, maybe it was Legato. It was twenty seventeen? I guess it was because they were doing Panini insert, and one week, uh, he had a con- that, he had a contested win, so they didn't issue a card that week. So, mm-hmm. I remember that. And then we had what was it the other week? Not week. Uh, Ty Gibbs' first race, the number two, one, number two guys were disqualified. Yeah, but it didn't hurt any of their values. I guess is what I'm going with. No, no, it, it did. It just doesn't. Um, it's just accepted. I mean, it's just that's just the way it is in this sport. And, and you know, again, it's, like I said, it's performance based. So you got you got to push the envelope. You know, these, they're winning by you know tenths of a of a second so they're trying to shave off tenths of a mm-hmm. second so again we love to know what what everybody thinks about you know we off or i guess is it accepted so yeah yeah leave some comments on that let us know what you think uh all right so before we get to king's court we had two little i want to share the screen let's go to what we saw the other day here mm-hmm. tony stewart leaf being leaf they have this leaf metal autograph, Tony Stewart, print to order to May first. Thirty bucks. I thought that was um, was uh, not a bad price. No, I think that's a great price for Tony Stewart's autograph because we all know how how difficult of an autograph he really is in real life. I mean, we we've been at the Hall of Fame. Literally, he's five feet away from us, and he's pretty much going doing this. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not signing anything, and. He's just that. That's just how he rolls. Yeah, I've never had any good luck with him. I think maybe when he got nominated for the Hall of Fame was, I think he was there that day at the location they made the announcement. But every every other time has been has been has not been good. So, um, but you know, he's also now he's also now an official NHRA drag racing winner. He's got a he's got a Wally now. He won in Las Vegas. Yep. So um, congrats to him, man. That, that's good. So, and, and this thing for Leaf runs through May 1st. So I, I don't know how many of these things they're going to make, <laughs> but I might, I might get one for that just for the heck of it, since he's wearing pajamas and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no sponsors at all. Yeah. Yep. It's a pajama card, as we call them. Right, and then we had we had a little surprise. Yes, we were. I was very surprised when I saw this one. I, in fact, I commented on this next thing on social media. Surprise! 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 Yeah, you're right, Gomer. <laughs> this um, this. So why were you surprised? surprised? Well, you know, when I first saw the listing, it said 2022. So I went and looked at the card and the images itself because I'm going. They just typed this in, this thing in wrong. This is something else. But no, it's 2022. <laughs> and I went, oh my gosh. So I posted that on the link to that on eBay. I mean, on eBay, on uh, Twitter and tagged Scotty Prusha at Panini. And uh, he said, he said something like, surprise, surprise. There you go. Check it out. And we, we don't always tell everything. And uh, sure enough, they didn't. So now, the question is, who else is out there that, that we haven't seen yet? And who else is out there that we may never see that somebody pulls out of a pack? 
So we, we may never know all, who all the one-on-one cut autos are. Not at least until July. Yeah, we'll have to ask. I'll have to corner them. Yeah, we'll have to corner them at the national and find out if they can tell us who all they made one-on-one cut autos of. But uh, they can tell us. We won't tell anybody. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll ne- <laughs> we, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have a worldwide audience. We don't know anything. We won't say <laughs> We're not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was pleasantly surprised. I even said me happy. And I am happy to see this because uh, I think it's it's just awesome and groovy and cool that uh, that they actually did this. They just didn't tell us they did it. So my hat's off to Panini. Way to go, Panini. Good job. Yeah. I was just thinking, like you were saying, so we know there's a Dale Earnhardt Sr. out there. I think it was in Torque 2016, maybe. It was a cut, but we have never seen it surface. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they put his picture on there. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to see that card. And, and who knows? Maybe maybe because you know tim trout kind of alluded a little bit to maybe something being in national treasures maybe right yep yeah yep oh my god if 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 that pops out oh my gosh i'm getting goosebumps thinking about that just how epic that would be that would be pretty good so oh my gosh so yeah we just want to show you guys this that uh yeah, there's cut autos out there. And if anybody sees any or gets any or anything, uh, post it, comment, let us know, because we want to know. We, we're going to keep a running tab of what all is going on out there. Yeah, this that series or has been running here, what, in all the National Treasures? These cut uh, autos? Yeah. yeah, so that's why Logan was kind of like shocked that it was going to stop, but he was presently surprised. So. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all we got. Uh, I do have one one quick comment that I want to make about uh, Formula One. Um, for the first time ever in Formula One, every team has scored at least one point in the first three rounds. That's never happened before. Awesome. So maybe there's a little bit more parity. <laughs> it's not like the parity we're seeing with the, the next gen car in NASCAR, but there's maybe there's a little itty bitty little bit of a parody in F1. From four down. Yeah. And, and one other thing too is um, we're seeing prices drop on 2022 national treasures. Uh, Frank J's boxes. If I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with Frank J's. Uh, he's got $300 now on NT 2022 NT boxes. So that's that's I mean that's just been a few weeks we've gone from 400 down to 300. Um, I don't know what that exactly tells us about NT this year. Maybe it's not quite as up to snuff as previous years. I don't know, but um, there you go, 300 bucks. That's that's actually very doable now. That's value. You, you could get one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. Yeah, well, you have a daughter. <laughs> yeah, playing golf. Yeah, buddy. So I think I think that's all that I've got that was extra. So let's. I think it's time for us to play some kind of music, probably.
right. This was a very cool week on eBay. There were, honestly, there were so many awesome cards out there that I could have had 10 honorable mentions. There were so many. But I had to limit myself. So the first one, <laughs> the first one, I added an honorable mention this week. And it's a uh, 2022. This was on the 17th of April. 2022 National Treasures Josh Berry one of one nameplate booklet. And uh, they did a great job on this. Uh, I yeah, actually bid on it. <laughs> just look at his belt. Yep. There you go. It's easy to find. Just right off the belt. Yeah, I just yeah. wish they would have moved, know, moved that over so JOS. Just yeah, maybe more yeah, of that, but maybe half a letter over. But uh, this thing went out for bids. It went for three hundred and seventy-one dollars with seventeen bids. I was a bidder, but I was tapped out at like you know two hundred and twenty-seven dollars. So it it blew by me real quick in the last minute. It went from like a hundred and something dollars to the 371 because I was actually watching that one and was hoping I could get that card. But uh, whoever has that card, man, you did great. We love, we love Josh Berry on this show. And I think that's a cool, cool card. So congrats. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, it's sweet. And so next up our Joker of the week, <laughs> you're gonna love this. This was on the 16th of April. It's a 2022 National Treasures Kyle Busch Fire Suit Patch Auto Book One of One. It went for $353.98 with 22 bits. The reason I thought this was funny is that uh, Kyle Busch likes to call himself KFB. Or for those of you who hate Kyle Busch, you could say F Kyle Busch. <laughs> so, I mean, it is the Facebook logo, but still. Um, you know, you can take it another way, and that's the way I took it, you know, especially for King's Court. But uh, it's a cool card, though. Yeah, I mean, you get auto in the nice Facebook patch, yeah, yeah. And you know, I saw another one of these that was very similar to this from Prime, it had the Facebook logo for Kyle Bush. Um, but this was the more expensive one, and of course, it had the autograph, but yeah, so there's K, there's KFB. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Very, very cool. And not I don't think it's a bad price. I think it's right pretty good. 350. No, I think that's I think that's that's right in line with probably where it should be. Yep. Very nice. All right. So, so next up, our young driver of the week, our Jack. This was on the 18th of April. It's a Sammy Smith National Treasures auto booklet. It says zero of two, but that's I think they it was a typo. It's one of two. Right. And he's got the double S action going on there with his auto. But man, look at the price on this thing. It again went out for bids. $599.92 with 16 bids. I bid on this one too early on and it escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that is epic. It is, man. I love I, that. Minus the signature, but it just, I love that patch. It's got the rookie logo on it. It's got the, you know, red, white, and blue on it. Stars and stripes. Yeah. Yeah. That is really nice. Yeah, buddy. 
but you know, there's a lot of people banking on him to be the next great thing. And so far he's living up to that. So who knows, man, maybe in the future, that could be uh, a lot more expensive card in your collection. Yeah. I mean, but, if, he, if he goes up to Joe Gibbs, he's in that equipment, man. Like we said, you need the talent and you need the equipment. Yes, you do. Yeah. Cause you can be the greatest driver in the world and be driving for a, a, a lower tier team and you'll just never make it. So yeah, you got to have, it, it's, it's the combination that you've got to have. You got to have the talent and you got to have the equipment. So yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool patch, man. I love that thing. Like I said, I was a player for about three <laughs> milliseconds. And then I was quickly not a player anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So next up, yeah. And congrats to whoever got that. Next oh, yeah. up, uh, this was from the 16th of April, 2022 Prism. Haley Deegan out of 10. It's a gold auto Prism portrait. And they say it's a super short print, I guess, because it's out of 10. But they were asking 300 bucks for this thing and they settled on a best offer of $210. Not bad. So not bad for out of 10. Um, I'm looking at it. It looks fairly centered. I don't know how well it would grade. Uh, I've noticed that a lot, there's a lot of pitting in some of these prism cards this year. So um, they could be tough to grade, but still it's a, it's a cool card. Um, I just wish Haley could do better because, you know, like like you said, Val, you and I are uh, kind of in a holding pattern right now with her. I'm not really spending any money on her. I was for a while, but not so much now. Yeah, I need some top tens, top fives. Yeah, I need to see some performance. But, yeah, that's uh, – and believe it or not, that was – I thought for sure we would see a higher-priced, like, NT card of, you know, Haley or um, – Tony Brydanger or, you know, just, you know, Danica, somebody, but this was the highest, actually the highest price card of the week for a female. So yeah, not a bad card. So moving on our King of the week, boy, check this one out. This that is, is on, the King of the week. The King is the King of the week. Wow. This, this is on the 13th. Of April, it's a PSA 10 1988 Max Charlotte Richard Petty. It says rookie card, that's debatable. Um, but this card went out for bidding, it went for $531.32 with 30 bids. My gosh, I have one of those hanging on my tree every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you expensive tree, yeah. I've got you know, I have my three kings every year, I've got Elvis. Jerry Lawler and this card of Richard Petty that hang on my tree. For those of you who have never seen that next year, we will, this Christmas, we'll, we'll show you that. Yeah. But that is an unbelievable price, Val. What do you think? Um, speechless. Cause I, I remember when this card, nobody was looking for this card. Nobody was looking for this card in PSA 10. No, and you can pick them up all day cheap. But they have dried up, and, you know, this is kind of one of those iconic-looking cards. And, you know, those present really well. We have those white, really white borders. Uh, depending on how you handle those cards or store those cards, they will yellow or brown. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 
yeah, I, I, I was very amazed. In fact, I saw this pop up on Twitter. Somebody talked about it, and I thought, whoa, I think this was this. I already had, had this in my mind. This was going to be the king of the week <laughs> when I saw that. So, yeah, that's cool, man. Whoever got that, um, I think you might have paid too much, but maybe not. All right, next up is our ace of the week, our one of one. This was on the 19th of April, and it's only a PSA 8. It's a 2020 Topps Chrome F1 Superfractor, card number 12 of Danielle Cravat, I believe is how you pronounce that name. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I am the king of butchering F1 names. But again, it is a one of one. They were asking $8,000 for this thing. And they settled on a best offer of $3,000. Wow. Yeah, for a PSA 8, dude. They can complete the rainbow. I guess, man. <clears throat> That's expensive rainbow. That is, man. I mean, you all know me out there. I'm a NASCAR guy. For $3,000, I want to buy some Dale Earnhardt Auto something somethings or something. That's what I'm going to go for. But I mean, if you don't. Yeah, yeah. The, to each his own. I mean, you know, this is a great card. Don't get me wrong. I think it's 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 cool. Um, it's sad that it only got an eight. And uh, you know, it, you have to wonder at some point, do you get those things done as authentic versus getting them graded? You know, you just don't ever know. Right. But yeah, that's uh, that's our one on one man. Three K wow. for that thing. All right. So last but not least, and I say that every week, our Royal Flush, guess who it is? This was on the 19th of April. It's a 2020 Topps Chrome F1 Lewis Hamilton, card number one. It's the orange refractor. And he's doing the thing from Family Guy. Good. Good. But in, anyway, it's number 10 of 25. It's a BGS 7.5, dude. Yeah, Surface heard it and Edges heard it. Yeah. It sure did. Corners but, and centering are good. Yeah, corners and centering are great. But check this out. They were asking $15,000 for this card, right? Yeah, I'm afraid to ask. Oh, my God. You're not going to believe it when I tell you. They accepted a best offer of $13,000 for the BGS 7.5. $13,000. Yes. Wow. God, if that was a P. I mean, if that was a BGS nine point five, good God, what would that thing be? My gosh, Almighty. Well, it looks like there's one more left. Yeah, he's got two. Wow, that's nice. Uh, wow, thirteen grand for one. Can you imagine hitting something like, something like that in a box, getting it graded as a seven point five, and still coming away with thirteen grand? Holy smokes, man! I could buy some cool stuff selling that card. Yeah, I wish we had anything like this by NASCAR. No, we just don't. But um, I mean, it's a cool card. I just, uh, I think in a seven point five, that's just too high. That's my, that's my opinion. So that, yeah, maybe. Well, I'm trying to think. That's the R. That's a twenty five. I was thinking of the other one that the set that sold, but this is the variation, right? I think this is not the. Yeah, it is. It's so. Uh, it's the. Good, good variation. Yep. 
if for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, go 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 Google that on YouTube or something, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. But that's that's impressive. That is impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Again, I that's more money than I'm willing to spend. I <laughs> I'm to a point now where oh uh, here's a hundred and fifty dollar card. I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money because <laughs> I, I I do want to retire in a few years. So I'm kind of watching what I'm doing these days. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for this week's King King's Court. So. Yeah, I can't uh, invest in cards to try to do retirement on it. So, <laughs> no. But hey, more power to everybody else who they're comfortable playing paying those prices. So, yep, uh, we can appreciate it. So, yeah, I can appreciate it if if you've got that kind of money and you want to buy cars like that. That's cool. Yeah, um, it's a number to twenty five and a you know the short print variation. So, yeah. It's a heck of a card, but I think the price is too much. I would agree with that. In my in, in my ballpark, yeah. So <laughs> it's a very small Indeed. park. Indeed. So, but I think that's all I got. I don't know Indeed. if you have got any few things you need to yeah, hashtags um, we need. Hashtag skid marks, top freaking gibbs, and hashtag slab fire. Slab fire. All right. <clears throat> Well, that's all we have for you today. And me and Logan appreciate everybody watching, listening to the show, podcast, YouTube, uh, wherever you find podcasts or consume it, you should be able to find NASCAR Radio. And anything else? I'm good, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening to us. We really, really appreciate it, and we love y'all. Yeah, um, watch social media is this this weekend we'll have some um giveaways that uh we'll be doing so yeah val's got uh, a few cool cards to give away yep i couldn't get to it last weekend but i will definitely get to it this weekend so but all right thanks for watching and we'll catch everybody next week we're out of here